The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. You are listening to The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow me on Twitter. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. So as we record this, we are about four hours away from the first fight out of the two major fights on tonight's card, which will see the return of Dante Wilder to the ring. That will be your main event as Dante Wilder returns to take on Robert Hellenius. Prior to that, we will see Caleb Plant going up against Anthony Durrell. Now, many people consider this to be the closer fight out of the two, but the prices for both fights are pretty wide as far as the books are concerned. We will start with Caleb Plant against Anthony Durrell because this is up first, as I said, in around about four hours' time. Caleb Plant is the 1-12 to favourite to win this fight. It's 25-1 to on the draw, and Anthony Durrell here is available at 8-1. to Now, I understand Caleb Plant is highly rated, and he is the A-side of this fight. But Anthony Durrell is more than just a stepping stone. This is going to be a difficult fight for Plant, even though he comes into this with 21 wins out of 22 professional fights. His only defeat came at the hands of Canelo Alvarez, as we all know. I think the route to victory here has to be on the scorecards, and the bookies do agree as they have Caleb Plant at 4-6, to six, minus 150 to get it done on those scorecards. And at 13 to 8, so plus money on him to win by TKO KO. For Darrell being already at 8 to 1 to win the fight, obviously we get big prices on him in the uh, method of victory market. He's 12 to 1 via KO TKO and 16 to 1 via a decision. The fight to go the distance here is already available at 8 to 13 with the fight to go to distance no at 11 to 8. Therefore, it isn't really worth tackling the over-under markets for the rounds. I do see Caleb Plant getting it done on the scorecards, but I was hoping for a much better price. I was hoping for Caleb Plant to be around about 1 to 5, 1 to 6 to, to win this fight. And subsequently, I was hoping to pick him up on the scorecards at around 5 to 6, minus 120, maybe 10 to 11, minus 110. But unfortunately, we will have to take the four to six here if we do want to ride out my prediction of Caleb Plant getting it done on the scorecards. Caleb Plant isn't really a fighter who poses 
too much of a knockout threat in big fights. When he was going up against Canelo Alvarez, his route to victory wasn't to stop Canelo, despite the fact he was the bigger man. The route to victory was always the fact that he's a very, very good technical boxer. And when a very good technical boxer meets another good technical boxer and he's heavier which can somewhat negate the power that Canelo brings down to the lower weight and is able to stand there technically and mix up well with Canelo whilst having a significant size and reach advantage. That is sometimes the recipe for an upset. And Caleb Plant did very, very well for large periods of that fight, ultimately falling short at the end. He comes back here against Anthony Durrell, who has now at 38 years of age become somewhat of a gatekeeper for this division. I think the same thing could be said of both Caleb Plant and Deontay Wilder tonight. Two fighters that are like, but both of them are in positions to win. Both of them are very, very short favourites. And both of them have taken fights against respectable opponents where it would be a major upset, though, if they lost. So they have sort of hand-picked fights to come back and be successful. And whilst I do think Caleb Plant's task is t- is, um, is a little bit tougher than Wilder's, I still feel that he will come through comfortably. Um, I was quite critical of Caleb Plant's run as champion prior to the fight against Canelo because I felt like his opponents were hand-picked and they were awful. Obviously, Durrell is hand-picked, but I don't think he's awful. I think when you look at the quality of opponents that Durrell has had, this is absolutely fine for a comeback fight. I think it's fair to say, even at 38 years old, He still has some pop and technique. And whereas he's not a super middleweight anymore, this is a respectable win for Caleb Plant to get here, coming back from the loss against Canelo. I've already mentioned that Caleb Plant's opponents prior to Canelo weren't anything to write home about. But in getting those victories, I think he showed his ability to handle ageing, ponderous opponents. And I feel that despite the fact that Darrell is a step up, Caleb Plant gets back to what he does here. He beats people that he's better than, using his strengths to get wide decisions on the scorecards, banking rounds throughout the fight, never really looking like he's going to stop anybody. But it always seems like it could be there if Caleb Plant was willing to step up through the gears and to push for a stoppage and to increase the amount of damage that he could do. But Caleb Plant is happy doing what he does. I think he's happy to to be in this fight with Darrell. This is a good name to come back from. I don't think Darrell poses too much of a threat. If Caleb Plant isn't dialed in, and he is looking past Darrell, there is a possibility that Darrell will be able to bank some rounds here and make it a little bit more difficult and muddy on the scorecards. Ultimately, I think Caleb Plant comes through, even if he isn't at 100%, and even if he is looking past Darrell. But for the sake of our bet, where we are going to take Caleb Plant via a decision, we would like Caleb Plant here to look good, but not too good because we don't want him to force a stoppage in order to make an emphatic comeback. And I think that will be 
what people will be looking at here from these two fights. Everybody expects Wilder to to win via knockout and to come back with a knockout win. But when and how and how difficult is it and how impressive does he look? Everybody expects Caleb Plant to come back here and to do what he does, which is beat a fighter who's aging and he's expected to beat. But how does he win? Does he win six or seven rounds? Does he win every round? Does he actually get a stoppage? The more impressive, the better for both of these men. So that's what makes it most difficult in terms of the situation that Caleb Plant is in. I don't think there is any real threat of Darrell doing anything other than being able to take three to four rounds here in this fight, which I do think will happen. But ultimately, I think Caleb Plant dominates large periods of this fight. And um, I don't think we'll see that stoppage, despite the fact that I do think Caleb Plant would like to get it off a loss. So I think the books have got it right here. Ultimately, I would like to see better pricing because obviously Darrell is is a respectable opponent with a good list of opponents on his resume. But we're not getting that. We are getting Caleb Plant at 1 to 12 and we are getting 4 to 6 minus 150 best price for a decision. But I don't see it going any other way. So we will take that bet here for this one. Before we move on to the main event, as Dante Wilder returns to the ring, let me take a second out to tell you guys about WinBet. If you've ever thought about joining WinBet, now is the perfect time. Because new customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Also, are you looking to join the WinBet Biggest Winners Club? Because whoever hits the biggest parlay on WinBet odds-wise gets a $1,000 free bet. So last week, someone turned $6 into $4,000. Plus, they got this $1,000 free bet on top of that as well. WinBet truly is the place for hashtags DGENs only. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, this offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present in state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call one 800 522 Four seven hundred. Let me also take this time out to tell you guys about FUBU TV, because if you watch football, you need FUBU TV. FUBU TV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL Red Zone plus gamers in plus game sorry in four K at no extra charge. Over hundred channels of live sport and entertainment for a fraction of the price of cable. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract, no commitment, and you can cancel at any time. Right now, you could try FUBU TV for free for seven days and get 15% off your first month. Just go to fubutv.com slash SGP. That's F-U-B-O-T-V.com slash SGP. And finally... Let me take this time out to tell you guys about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. Why is this important? Because if you bet regularly and you always take a minus 120 or a minus 130, for example, instead of a minus 110 or maybe even plus money, you will end up making significantly less money. I post a profit and loss PL every single month. 
If you look at my spreadsheet, it is available at LockBetting.com, the Twitter account. And that win column and that profit column would be less if I didn't use a site like Odds Trader to compare odds from all the major sports books. They also compare the different sign-up codes and promotions from sports books to get the best deal. There's loads of free bets out there, so don't just stick to one book. Take advantage of these offers to get yourself some free betting opportunities. The app also provides player stats, key game stats, injury reports and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. And why would you be betting the NFL without the relevant information? It also has a bet tracker so bettors can keep records of all your games and betting activity. All you need to do is head over to the website, which is oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. This kid gift, his, his, his gift is extraordinary. He ain't just a puncher. He ain't just, I can punch. He is destroying what he is. Man. I'm on a mission. And when you're on a mission, you're not going to stop until you complete and accomplish the mission. Because Deontay's story is not done. Yes, the return of Dante Wilder is just a few hours away now. I think Dante Wilder is massively disrespected by the public. This guy is a legit heavyweight. He has that knockout power. He brings everything you want to the table when you're looking to watch heavyweight boxing Is he the most technical and the most graceful guy on the planet? No. But does he have a phenomenal record? And is his only loss at the hands of the man regarded as the best heavyweight on the planet? And by some, a fighter who is in the pound-for-pound conversation. Not for me, but for some. Yes, that is his only loss. He could not solve the puzzle that was Tyson Fury. But I still believe that Dante Wilder is the biggest threat to Fury out there. They're not going to fight again. But the fact is, is that they're looking at making Fury versus Joshua. They're looking at making Fury versus Usyk. I'm not sure that Usyk and Joshua could beat Deontay Wilder. I feel that this division may have gone in reverse. I feel like the biggest fight and the fight we should be building towards was already made at the beginning. And that was the fight that made the name of Tyson Fury. Now, it seems like Tyson Fury is going backwards. The fight he's going to take in December against Derek Chisora is an absolute joke. It's actually caused his supporters to turn on him. Now, I don't think that Anthony Joshua would have beaten him, but it would have been a far more difficult fight and it would have made a lot more sense to make it. Ultimately, the fight that makes the most sense is unifying with Usyk because Anthony Joshua is coming off two losses. But where does uh, Dante Wilder fit into this situation? Well, Dante Wilder fits into this situation in a crazy way because... At the moment, Joe Joyce is the automatic number one contender for Alexander Usyk. And Joe Joyce looked incredible in taking apart Joseph Parker. Don't forget, that was Parker's third defeat. And nobody has defeated Joseph Parker in that manner so far. Dylan White scraped past him. Whereas Anthony Joshua also needed the scorecards to beat him. Joe Joyce took him to pieces and could have stopped him much earlier than he did. So Joe Joyce is very much in the conversation, especially when you consider that Alexander Usyk is 
a middleweight fighting as a heavyweight in this division. So it's crazy what he's done. But can he beat Joe Joyce if Joe Joyce is the number one contender? And is that a fight that's big enough for Alexander Usyk to make? Because if it isn't, another big fight is around the corner. Obviously, Tyson Fury is the man that everybody wants. Obviously, he can't fight Anthony Joshua again. So that's the top two out of the equation. But then third on the list is Dante Wilder because he is still a bigger name than Joe Joyce. And it would not surprise me to see Alexander Usyk ducking the Joe Joyce fight to take this fight with Dante Wilder because Wilder versus Fury cannot happen again. Now, if Dante Wilder is to win that fight against Alexander Usyk, a fight I do think that he can win, then we're in a very weird situation where Tyson Fury, who wants to unify this division, needs to fight a guy who he's already beaten twice because Dante Wilder will have more belts than Tyson Fury. So this is a crazy situation and this is wild the way Wilder, no pun intended, fits into this division. But first, in order to put himself back in that conversation, he needs to return tonight. And I think it's important that he returns emphatically. He's up against Robert Hellenius and he is the 1-9 to favourite to win the fight. Now, what's interesting is this was as short as 1-16 to at the start of the week. I don't know what's happened for this line to move to 1-9. to In some places, Wilder is available at 1-7. to Obviously, still a significant favourite. But when I was analysing the Caleb Plant flight fight earlier on, I mentioned that Wilder and Plant were both equally strong favourites coming into, the, into tonight, even though I saw the Plant fight as closer. Well, the Plant fight is very, very wide is, as far as the books are concerned. And this fight has got a lot closer, probably because it is heavyweight boxing and people have decided that Wilder wasn't worth backing. And there probably has been some money for Robert Hellenius. Not that I can confirm that. But um, I don't think that's going to be the case here. I think despite the fact he's had some time out, I don't think the knockout power is going to have left Dante Wilder here. I still think he's going to be able to get it done via knockout. The 1-7 to seven price on him to win to fight is not too different to the price for him to win via KO, which is 1-5 to five minus 500. So... Not too much different difference there. There isn't really a method of victory market to look through because if Wilder gets it done, as far as the books are concerned, and as far as I'm concerned and the rest of the public are concerned, it's going to be via knockout with his decision price being as big as six to one. Hellenius twelve to one by decision, eight to one by TKO KO. So I think when you're handicapping this, you're looking at the possibility of an upset. And then if you can't see the upset, you're looking at when Dante Wilder will win this fight. And ultimately, this is just pure guesswork. I cannot confidently tell you when Dante Wilder will win this fight because he has that incredible one-punch power. He could look sluggish for two, three rounds and um, he could still get it done in the fourth or the fifth. He could be dragged into a knockout, drag-out affair he may not be able to find that punch. It may take him nine rounds, 10 rounds, 11 rounds. Alternatively, much like when I went to go and watch Dante Wilder in Brooklyn against Dominic Brazili, it took him just one round to find that knockout punch. Just one round against a fighter who was considered a credible opponent. So it's very, very difficult to, to pick what happens here with the Dante Wilder fight. Obviously, I think he's going to win. And obviously, I feel like he's going to win via knockout. But even at minus 500, I don't consider that to be a good parlay piece. So when you're looking at the um, the rounds here, Dante Wilder to win it in rounds one to six is at four to six minus 150. 
and Dante Wilder in round 7 to 12 is available at 4 to 1. The books have decided that 18 minutes for Robert Hellenius is a long time to survive, and I agree. But if there is any kind of rust on Dante Wilder, if he does decide to come out here and and implement some boxing, because obviously that's the biggest criticism of him, he can't box. So if we do see something where he's been coached to come out here and, and show a little bit more boxing and show a little bit more improvement, you don't really know what's been going on in camp then potentially there could be some value in this fight going over six rounds. I don't think that will be the case. I think the most impressive thing that Wilder can do is put himself back on the map and win this fight as early as possible. Another way you can bet this is the over-under markets. The fifth round to start, so fifth round or over, is available at 8 to 11. For that one, you only need to negotiate four rounds here and for Wilder to then get the win anytime after the fifth, or not. I mean, he could go to points, uh, Hellenius could win it. All you need is for four rounds to be boxed here. So after 12 minutes, you cash this selection at 8 to 11. I think that would be the best way to go. Robert Hellenius is a respectable opponent. He has been in there with some solid names. I think he's a sturdy enough opponent to make Wilder work for it. I think he's dangerous enough for Wilder to be a little bit more cautious. Don't forget... This guy is just coming off a defeat against Tyson Fury. So perhaps he will be a little bit more wary of the fact that his invincibility is gone. Before that, he stepped in there with everybody and it didn't matter what size they were. Of course, Wilder spars with people exactly like Hellenius and he's used to knocking them out. Now there may be a little bit more caution, especially when you're in there with a Tyson Fury lookalike. So perhaps when he look, gets, gets a first look at him, the ghost of Tyson Fury may enter into Dante Wilder's head. Obviously, we're trying to build a case here for the opponent. And what we're mostly trying to do is build a case as to why Robert Hellenius is respectable enough to stay in there and last 12 or 15 minutes against Dante Wilder without getting his head knocked off. So ultimately, I think coming off a layoff, that is the way I'm going to go. My selection for this one is going to be for the fifth round to fifth round to start. But um, I do think you will end up seeing Dante Wilder returning with a knockout win at some point. Let's just hope for the sake of Arlene, it comes after the fifth round or in the second half of the fight. Closing out with your lock on the show, given the unpredictability of the Dante Wilder fight in terms of when he gets the finish, I think the most safe way to go with our lock is to take Caleb Plant to win on points at 4-6 minus 150. I was very, very clear that I wanted a better price here. But um, when I dig a little bit deeper, it's Anthony Durrell. He's a good opponent, but he is there to lose to Caleb Plant and give him a good name on his resume. Caleb Plant does the same thing. He beats opponents like this. He comes in there. He banks rounds. He's ideal for a points bet. And therefore, we'll take him as the lock here on this show to win on points at a price of 4 to 6 minus 150. That's it for me in this edition of The Fight Show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.